Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello, and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. My name is Rabbi Martin Cohen, and today we're going to study some text from the Talmud that appears on page 141 in Tractate Shabbat. Moderns tend to think of Shabbat in terms of all the satisfying rituals that attend its observance, going to synagogue, singing the hymns that are special for Shabbat like L'cha Dodi or El Adon, making Kiddush in the evening and in the morning, saying the motzi, dressing up nicely, having time with family. But the rabbis in antiquity were equally focused on the concept of melachot, of, of, wor- of specific deeds that are forbidden because the Sabbath was ordained not merely to be a delightful period of extended family time, but also a day of rest, solemn rest, real rest. And a great deal of tractate Shabbat is devoted to defining what exactly that means and how specifically these milachot, these special Shabbat tasks, uh, affect daily life, the way people actually live it. Everybody sort of knows about all the big prohibitions that contravene the concept of Shabbat rest, going shopping, uh, making a campfire, cooking, things like that. But the rabbis took it even to the most extreme level and sometimes discussed actions that were so picayune, so, so almost laughably unimportant, and discussed them seriously in terms of the degree to which they could contravene our concept of Shabbat rest, that moderns tend to skip past these passages as, as excessive. But they're interesting in their own right, and I'd like to share one with you. This one begins, as I said, on page 141. Some said that it was Rav Yehuda. In any event, one of them said that if you're walking along in the street and you notice that you have mud all over your shoes, you can scrape it off uh, on the ground, but you may not scrape it off onto a wall. Seems uh, uh, like the most banal, ordinary of life's happenstances. You're walking along and you notice you've stepped in a bit of mud. You don't want to walk around with mud on your shoes. You have to. You would like to scrape it off. And Abaye, or perhaps Rabbi Yehuda, says that there's a way to do that, and that is by scraping it off onto the ground, but not onto a wall. The whole thing seems ridiculous, and so Rava said, My Tama Bakotelo, what why shouldn't you do it onto a wall? And the answer the Gemara gives is Mishum de Mechaze Kivone. It's because you might look like you're a builder, like you're building something. In ancient times, uh, poor people especially lived in adobe huts that were made of of mud. You would set up a frame, then you would pour a type of mud into it that would then be baked into bricks and would that and this would become the, the frame of the the walls of the house. Um, you would finish it off if there were cracks in it with, by smearing mud all over it. So uh, the fear is that perhaps it would seem as though you were putting the finishing touches on some building that you built if you did that, and therefore you mustn't do it on Shabbat because building is forbidden on Shabbat. But the Gemara wa- waves that away and says, Habinyan Chaklahu says this is the type of, of home that the, the poorest of peasants live in. This is not what regular people live in. No one would, no one would think that a... Uh, that a well-dressed Shabbos observer like yourself would be building an adobe hut on Shabbat merely because he was scraping some mud off of his shoe onto the wall. Therefore, it's, um, it is, uh, 
not that serious a, a prohibition to worry about. Rather, Rabbah said, he has a different approach. He says, you can wipe the mud off onto the wall, but you can't wipe it off onto the ground. And why would that be? He answers his own question. He says, because it's forbidden, among the many other Sabbath labors, to fill in holes in the ground on Shabbat. And uh, inadvertently, you might uh, scrape the mud off into a hole in the ground. And therefore, you would be leveling it out with the regular ground surface, and that would be forbidden on Shabbat. And therefore, if you have mud on your on your shoe, you specifically shouldn't uh, scrape it off into the ground, but you should rather scrape it off onto a wall. The Gemara won't let it go. It keeps talking. Itamar. Regarding this bizarre dis- discussion, Mar b'eri Rabina Mar achad zevachad zeasur. Mar, the son of Rabina. Mar was probably not his name, just uh, means master. So our master, the son of Rabina, said. Uh, both of these, the scraping the mud onto the wall and the scraping it onto the ground are, are prohibited, and presumably for the same two reasons, because uh, smearing it on the wall will look like building a little bit, and smearing it on the ground runs the risk of filling in a hole, even a tiny little hole. Uh, but Rav Papa said, Echadze v'echadze mutar. Rav Papa said that both of them are completely permitted, presumably because the person is not intending to build anything by scraping the mud off his shoe, and the leveling out of the holes is something that the man is not intending to do. It would just be an accidental happenstance if it did happen, and it's not likely to happen anyway, and so it's, it is no need to, to actually forbid it. So the Gemara asks a good question. If Mar, the son of Ravina, said you're not allowed to do either of these, that's a problem. The original idea, Abaye or Rav Yehuda said there was, that you could, you could scrape the mud off onto, uh, onto the ground. Uh, Rava said you could scrape it off onto a wall. Uh, uh, Mar, the son of Ravina, said you could do either, but, but Rav Papa said that, the, uh, it was rather, Mar, the son of Ravina, said you could do neither. Rav Papa said you could do both. So the Gemara says, according to Mar, the son of Ravina, since he said you can't do either of those, how, how can you scrape the mud off of your shoe? And the Gemara answers, Mekanche le Bekora. He says you should scrape it off onto a beam. A piece of wood that you find lying around, use that to scrape your shoe, because clearly no one would ever mistake that for building. And, uh, there is no possibility of leveling out any holes in the ground that way, so therefore you have escaped both of these possibilities, and you have solved your problem, and you get to go wherever it is you're going with nice clean shoes that don't have mud all over them. It would be easy to laugh at a discussion like this, easy to mock the rabbis for concerning themselves with something that could not possibly seem less important. The uh, Someone walking to shul on Saturday morning who notices that he's inadvertently got some mud stuck to the bottom of his, the soles of his shoes, and doesn't want to track all the dirt into the synagogue, for instance, or somebody going to lunch somewhere who doesn't want to make a mess of his host's uh, 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 carpet. And yet, to mock it is to miss the point. The rabbis loved Shabbat, and they loved the concept of a day of rest. They took it seriously, and they they understood that for a, a Jewish person to truly embrace this concept of Shabbat rest, it's not enough merely to apply the concept to the most grand of life's gestures, to, to uh, traveling on a train or to or to going shopping for a new dress or a new suit, but even to the most boring, unimportant, uh, inconsequential uh, activities like like scraping the mud off your shoe. Even that has to be subjected to the law, because the person who is willing to live that kind of life, who is willing to suffuse even the most banal of life's activities with the desire to serve Hashem through the observance of the mitzvot, that person truly acquires the right to call himself a ben-brit or a bat-brit somebody who is a true member of the covenant of people 
who takes the covenant between God and Israel seriously, not just in general, but down to the very most specific aspects of life's activities to which it could conceivably apply. Thank you. Goodbye. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.